0: This episode of the Midwest Game Nerds Podcast is brought to you by the Midwest Podcast Network. Be sure to check out our other shows like Westworld FM, Gone to Texas, and Horror Movie Yearbook. If you're a fan of Westworld, Preacher, or horror movies in general, chances are you'll dig one of those podcasts. So go to MidwestPodcastNetwork.com for more information. Welcome to the Midwest Game Nerds Podcast. I'm your host, John, and here with me today is Brian. Hey. And Alex. Hello. While you're listening or even watching along, why not head over to MidwestPodcastNetwork.com slash support. Check out all the various ways you can support us. Uh, There's all kinds of ways. You can buy shirts and t-shirts and hoodies and koozies, and there's a donate button on our store, which is awesome. You can also check out the affiliate link for Amazon, which you click on it. You buy stuff on Amazon. We get a little bit of money from that. That would be sweet, too, because video games are expensive. And don't forget to rate and review us on your favorite podcatcher so we can climb the charts. So that's uh, Apple Podcasts or Google Play Podcasts, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher Radio. I'm sure there's other ones out there that like just pull from RSS feeds. Yeah. Um, but use your podcatcher and rate and review us because we want to climb the charts and so more people notice us. As always, if you like what you hear or even if you don't, please do send us feedback via email at MidwestGameNerds at gmail.com or via Twitter at MGN Podcast. And don't forget to add us on Instagram at Midwest Game Nerds and also add us on Twitch so you know when we go live and... Can, can sit there and watch us like <laughs> flail about flail as we about. Yeah.
1: realize that the new cable that I purchased doesn't work. When the sound doesn't come if, through. If probably. you're not there to let us know there's a problem, we won't know. That's exactly. True. So. If, if a podcast podcasts on Twitch but there's nobody there to hear it, does it ever really make sound? No. I don't think so. No. That's the deepness you can come so to the Midwest Game Nerds for. So
0: deep. Uh, anyways, today we're going to talk some game news hits that Alex picked out, and the big game news hit that we're going to talk about is the Destiny 2 gameplay reveal, which we're super pumped about. At least I am. I think Brian is. Yeah. I don't know if Alex is, but we'll get into that. Uh, and then we're also going to jump into a review of the PSVR Smash Awesomeness uh, first-person shooter Farpoint, which is comes this with this cool, totally thing? kick-ass controller called the AIM Controller. It has uh, a ping pong ball attached to the end. <laughs> so do the move controllers. It's for tracking purposes. Oh, okay. But anyways, before we do any of that, uh, Brian, you were out of town. I'm assuming you took your your Switch with you. Did you play any other things while you were out, or no?
2: Yeah, I, well, nothing new, really, other than that one game I keep forgetting the name of. Comico. Good thing Alex is here to yeah. properly Kamiko. pronounce it for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I played that a bit, and, I mean, it seems like it's probably worth $5, but I kind of yeah. got bored of it really quick, though. But I'll, I'll play it again at some point. <laughs> Just at that moment, it wasn't really hitting a spot. But, you know. That's yeah, fair. Yeah, so there's that and some more Mario Kart. And right before I went out of town, I played the Hot Wheels expansion for Forza Horizon 3. Yeah. And that's super cool. Yeah. It's pretty wild. Do the, do the normal cars have the power to make it through the loops? Uh, yeah. I mean, if you're using a car with enough horsepower. Okay. Like the entire... So there are the cars physics, that exist that cannot yes, make it's, it. It's those tracks, but with the physics that are already in Horizon 3. So you yeah. can, if you're not going fast enough, you will just fall off. <laughs> and it's pretty hilarious. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's cool. I'm looking forward to really like diving into that. Now that I'm actually home, right on. That's to awesome. Stay
0: for a while. Cool.
2: So that's it, though.
0: What about you, Alex?
1: Uh, so I've played a couple things. Probably the most notable is a recent release uh, known as Injustice 2. Okay. This is the DC fighting game, DC Comics fighting game from NetherRealm Studios, uh, sequel to Injustice, um, which I m- tell. many people got for free through PlayStation Plus. Yep. Uh The un Ultimate Edition or whatever that came right, with all the yeah, characters. Yeah. Um, I rented it because I don't buy NetherRealm games anymore because they like to charge you $100 for the whole game or they give it to you later for like 50 or 40 So this is a rental game, but I think I can recommend that everybody rent it. Once again, NetherRealm is really, really good at doing story with these games. It's very much... um the story mode is it's a cinematic that plays out that then kind of seamlessly moves into an actual battle. Each chapter in the story has like 3 or 4 fights where you get to mostly play as a character. Sometimes you get to pick between one or two in that in that particular chapter. Yeah. And um it's a direct sequel to the first injustice, so that story I know nothing about that story, but I can still kind of figure out what's going on in injustice two. It's made me curious enough to go back and play injustice one, so I'll probably download that uh, tonight after I return the, right the first in, or the, the second injustice. Um, but yeah, the story is fantastic. It's got loot boxes now, so uh, screw you Overwatch! You can get <laughs> you can get uh, all kinds of different. Um, equipment that not only has some kind of physical change to the character but also it allows you to make your characters more powerful and it can kind of help give you a handicap in case you want to try and play against people online so that's kind of fun it's a good way to try and help people not be terrible online
2: does it have a weird maze like mortal kombat x
1: no there's no maze but there is like um I, I I don't think there's like a crypt where you can unlock stuff. Mm, okay. You can just you just get loot boxes. It wouldn't really
2: make sense in the context of the universe, I guess. Yeah,
1: but there uh, there is a thing called Brother Eye, which is kind of Batman's security. Is that E Y E or i I'm pretty sure it's E Y E. Okay. Um, mm. but basically, what that is is it's the tower equivalent from Mortal Kombat, where it's like, here we're gonna give you several fights in a row that all have weird and wacky different kinds of um, modifiers on them like oh you can only do kicks this round or uh, the levels upside down this time or that kind of thing. Right, right. So you fight through that and it gives you experience for your characters and loot boxes and stuff and that's all good. And then also there's like a there's like an asynchronous gameplay multiplayer thing where you can set up a team of five of your characters with all of their uh, gear attached that you get out of the loot boxes. And then they go and fight other teams of five characters that people have set up and you can attack five and defend five. And depending on how many battles you win, you get more loot boxes and it helps your like clan overall and stuff like that. There's there's know. a clan system. Yeah. Or guild. They're guilds. guilds? I think they're okay. called guilds. Yeah. So, um, overall there's a lot of stuff in there, but I personally am mostly in these games for the, the, um, the story. And uh, and which I'll is
0: funny because I feel like you don't really ever think of fighting games as having like a cohesive story that's actually enjoyable.
1: Yeah, but but Netherlands, Netherlands, Nether is <laughs> is definitely the good at storytelling too. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, the Netherlands are pretty good at it, but Nether <laughs> has been really good at pioneering a way to tell a story in a fighting game. So much so that like Street Fighter V was like, hey, we're gonna have a story mode at some point and then they patched it in like months after the game actually came out and it was terrible and it I don't know how it was I never really heard anybody play about it because it came out so much later that nobody was playing yeah, everyone had yeah. already sold the game by then yeah so um, but then also Marvel vs. Capcom is supposed to have a story that's more similar to this as well so they're definitely the pioneers and there aren't really any other fighting games that do it that way yeah um, so uh, uh, this is the best place to come to get that. And I think it's totally worth a rental. If you can do it, go get it out of a red box. You could probably finish the game in three days. Yeah, and I haven't then,
0: played it at all, but I've seen... Like, I watched the, the IGN and Kotaku reviews of it, and the game's beautiful. Like, it's yeah. incredible looking. Um, and one thing I thought was really interesting about it is you, there's in the training mode, you can actually kick on an input delay so that it's similar to competing online so yeah. that it's actually it, it can help it can help you anticipate like how to play in an online setting competitively because they do have like tournaments I think too. Yeah. Yeah, so, they do. I thought that was really interesting because I you never I didn't think anybody would do that sort of thing. Like I I don't feel like that's something that would that would be n- normally put into a game, but maybe that's going to become the norm is that they're expecting these games to all have online competitions like this. Maybe that was something that spawned from like Xbox having like their community hub of yeah. like well, you know lfg kind of stuff yeah so i don't know i thought that was really cool though
1: no I, it's it's a it, it seems like a great game it's just things are really weird when you're like hey we're just gonna charge you a hundred dollars for this game right. off the bat or you can get it later for 50 i'm just gonna wait i still haven't yeah. bought mortal kombat x since we reviewed it
2: well they have the ultimate one for that yeah now.
1: it's out now and i can get it for like Ten dollars when it goes on sale but i feel no need to do it because they short shrift me at the beginning that i don't feel like i want to buy the game whereas the story's good enough that i would purchase this game if it just had everything with it right like i i would be in there on day one but clearly there's enough people that are like give me everything for a hundred dollars off the bat Hmm. that's fine but
0: i'd be interested to see the numbers on that though like how many people are actually like buying those games uh you know, buy, buying the largest package of the game on day one, or within like a month or so of it coming out, for the specific waits. reason of wanting those like extra characters, and who waits? It, it'd be an interesting thing to to see actual metrics on. It. Um, yeah,
1: I'm sure there's, those exist. There's also so there's going to be nine DLC characters. They've announced the first three uh, of which you've got Red Hood, uh, Starfire. And then Sub-Zero is coming over from... Because they usually put... They put Scorpion in the last one. They're putting Sub-Zero on this one. Cool. Um, Uh But the other thing about this game... There's been a few really kind of like... Off the top glitchy weird things. Like there's been times where I feel... The music is really good. But then there's been times where I feel like... There's another track playing on top of the one that should actually be playing. Yeah. So I don't know if they're going to like patch it and work that stuff out. Some of it just seems a little weird. Um, but the facial animation, the graphics, everything is fantastic. The You can do transitions where you punch somebody hard enough to, like, knock them through a wall, which then puts them into a different part of the stage. And everything is so intricately designed, and all of the stages are just fleshed out. So much so that it's amazing. Uh, there's super attacks that are really, really cool that essentially, like... The one that I like the most is the Flash. I told you this one about it, Sean, yeah. but... Uh, basically the flash takes this person like runs around them very quickly and then starts running fast enough to take them all the way back and over to Egypt and (laughs) smashes their faces onto a Sphinx that's being built and then runs them back the other direction and goes to prehistoric times and smashes the person onto a T-Rex. And then he runs back into the stage, just before he left the first time and throws that person at themself uh, and I want to uh, watch it every single time that I do it because <laughs> it's that cool and that just it, all of it's very well realized. Yeah. Voice acting's great. Alan Tudyk plays Green Arrow. It's awesome. Right on. Robert England is Scarecrow. Really? They've got all kinds of awesome. Kevin Conroy turns in another awesome Batman performance. Of course. So it's great. Uh, just <laughs> wait for the full game to come out in eight months.
0: Nico's asking if
1: it's in four K. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's in 4k. That's the other weird thing that I was going to say is that I'm playing it on a PS4 pro and it, the, some of the cinem- cinematics are still stuttery. Like it just, it's not quite. Cause in all the cinematics
0: are in game engine.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It was, so it, 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 must not be getting right up to 30 frames or something, but I, am pretty certain it is in 4k on uh, on 4k TV on PS4 pro and, yeah. and uh Xbox one S if you have a 4k tv but it, it also has hdr support if you have a
2: tv it would with it. not be in 4k on an xbox one s no no games are not 4k oh well,
1: yeah i guess that's true never mind only on the ps4 pro
2: yeah but yeah anyway anything else
1: uh that's all i've played other than viscosity
0: yeah i played some viscosity the Incipia Games game viscosity.
1: Oh. Yes. Full disclosure: uh, the creator is in our chat right now. He's a friend of the show. Yeah. And what, uh, what did
0: you think, Alex? You actually played through all of the levels.
1: I finished all of the levels. I get. You basically you get to a point where he starts randomizing the levels, and they're, they're the the things move faster. So it's okay. uh, you can't really. So it, it makes it
2: more difficult. Explain the game but, for yeah, Brian. What kind of game is this?
1: So you basically have um, like a little orb that is orbiting planet and kind of the story of it is that you need to get home to your solar system or something like that. I forget what the actual verbiage because you only see it the first time you start up the game. But you're you have this ball that's oscillating back and forth and you need to shoot it towards another target and then sometimes there's other obstacles that are in the way so you have to bank it off of certain things hmm. but basically if you don't hit your target then you hit the edge of the screen and you die. Right, You have to start over.
0: And the target's pretty forgiving, too. You don't have to, like, hit it dead on. As long as you get fairly close to it, it has, like, a gravitational pull that kind of sucks you yeah, in. Yeah, okay. it. so it's like it's so. like you're
1: firing a spaceship from one planet to another planet, and you kind of have to get within yeah. the gravity of those. Yeah. Hmm. Um, I think it's great it, it, it's it's a lot of fun uh, I basically just wish there was more of it. yeah, uh, I will say that in terms of the mechanics of the game, you the mechanics present themselves as these like rectangles that have they're like an outline and they're different colors starts with green, which essentially means if you hit it three or four times it can disappear, yeah, but most of the time you can't bounce off enough stuff to hit it that many times. If it's orange, you hit it once and it disappears. Uh, if it's purple, there's two of them in the stage, so when you hit one, it'll teleport it through to the other one. Uh, there's little red guys that are just there for you to hit them and die on. Hmm. Um, so he has all these different mechanics in there, and, and the the game doesn't necessarily really build to the point where it's using all of them at once. Uh, so it 's something that he could do in like a future update or right. or with more levels but and, and that 's really the only kind of other thing that I would like to see from it is for him to kind of get craft the, an experiment or experience a point
0: where they 're all together
1: where they 're all together, and it kind of naturally like you learn through trial and error that like how each of these mechanics works when you first encounter them because yeah. otherwise like he doesn 't and that 's awesome is that he doesn 't use any you don 't have to read any boxes of like this is how you play the game. You just try to play the game and you learn it. So that's cool but I I think of a game like Braid, like Jonathan Blow's Braid Mm -hmm. or The Witness where you essentially learn to play these games and the mechanics of these games by playing the game. Jonathan Blow obviously has had more practice at crafting the entire experience whereas I think Nico is starting out in a really good place and can come up with these interesting mechanics. It's just the crafting of the shape that that takes over time, where you start adding more in here and right. there, and things get more and infinitely more complicated. You know, like a more natural learning curve? Yeah, like a, a, a more natural progression. Because at the, at this point, they're kind of like, this one appears here, and then it goes away, and then we try out another one. And then by the time and you, you get just, to the end you're of the You're waiting
0: game, to get it so you have multiple mechanics in one level as opposed to relying on only one mechanic at a time. Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, and yeah. eventually he gets there with like a few of the levels, he starts throwing several of them at you together. But, but you want more. But yeah, yeah, more. Give me more, Nico. That's the yeah. problem with your game. I... <laughs> 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 he wants
0: more. Uh, no, I, I really. Sequel? I didn't play it as much as Alex did, but I gave it a good go. Uh, I maybe played the first fifteen to twenty levels. I want to say. Um, I think it's again. I and I, I voiced this to Nico via text message too. That it's very simple to play, but hard to master because um, the timing of the of your ball planet moving back and forth can get really irritating if you're not really like. You know really locking it in when you do it, but it's it's uh it reminds me of like um like what a like pong would be if pong were
2: a puzzle game, hm yeah. I can, yep and i i mean that's it's, pretty much what i was getting yeah based and that's on how you guys were describing
0: right it. And, and i think that's the easiest way to describe it is like it's it's like taking a classic like pong making it a puzzle game and and actually enjoying it like it's an enjoyable experience to play it's yeah. super simple to pick up and difficult to master uh i i again i didn't play as many levels as you did alex but the idea of it getting more difficult adding multiple mechanics to it sounds really interesting to me, and I'd like to see it get to that point too mm-hmm. um so Nico, I think you kind of knocked one out of the park here dude. It's a lot of fun uh we really like it uh, it's another it, get two thumbs up for being a great game to to play while you're pooping' cause, uh <laughs> it loads it loads quick and it, and it's it you know it when it's not something you have to dwell on too much it's yeah it's like uh, yeah it's
1: it's very super meat boy in the yeah. sense that if you yeah. mess up you're immediately trying again which right. is exactly what it needs to be much yeah. like his uh previous game roots and yep. and, and gate Break as well yep. roots
0: and Gatebreak. so so yeah good good work dude um anybody listening check out uh viscosity again i keep forgetting the name viscosity by incipia games it's on google play it is on itunes and you need to check it out and send a review in to nico and the like, app
2: store
1: yeah let him i did give him a review it was a good one good it was yeah five stars uh and <laughs> uh, the only complaint that i have about it is that i don't necessarily like the name but it should like it should be velocity but there's other games called velocity there's the <laughs> seo on that kind of game is going to be not very good right right so i don't blame him for that one but
0: no nah, but good work dude I like the
2: word viscosity. It's a great word. Don't know if it applies here. Yeah, yeah.
0: Have you played anything else?
2: Uh,.
1: No. I I did what? I finally watched some of Tron in 3D in the PSVR headset. Yeah. It's it's awesome. I really <laughs> like, want to do that. It's great cuz when you load up the Tron Legacy menu, it's first person of the light cycle course. Okay. So it feels like you're on a light cycle and I'm like, oh. "Where is my Tron?" So game? The
0: movie hasn't even started and you've already thrown up rainbows. Yeah,
1: pretty much. Nice. The only <laughs> issue that I had with it is that I was because I think when you're watching something in cinematic mode like that it doesn't have all of the tracking on so there's a lot more drift okay i was experiencing drift where the eventually i realized that i was like looking up at the ceiling when i was watching the movie <laughs> so you you can go ahead and reset it by holding down start of right, course right. but um but it's still awesome it's a really cool it's cool that they built that feature into yeah. it right on me. So, i just wish there was something you should be able to adjust a slider that makes it pop out more. That's what I wish there was. Like, if you could force the images apart more and try to, like, really, you really make it really just want to become part of the Tron world. Yeah, it's yeah. It's not going to happen, man. Yeah, probably not. But I'm not going to stop hoping.
0: <laughs> right on, man. Uh, well, having gotten back into my VR, thanks to Farpoint, I started, I played Holoball finally. Mm. I bought it months ago. It was like five dollars. It was on sale. Yeah, and I was like, I'm just gonna buy this because so many people online raved about about it.
2: I um, don't recall hearing about that. Another,
0: one. it's it's like 3D pong essentially. Yeah. Uh, but you have two paddles. You use the move controllers. You're hitting the ball like back at this machine that has like it basically has a uh, like a three by three grid system sort of thing set up that it can like go on to like cap- capture the ball and launch it back at
2: you. Yeah. Um, uh, but it it's just like pong in 3D. Uh, what was the one that was like? Uh, was it called Breakout? The one where you had to like chip away at blocks, you know, yeah, yeah, but yeah. use it like a pong like mechanic.
0: Yeah, by going back and forth yeah. at the bottom of the screen and hitting the ball. Up I like that
2: one better than Pong.
0: Yeah, uh ball's cool. It definitely needs more room than I have in the room that I'm in. <laughs> uh, you you kind of you have to be like the full six to almost seven feet away from the screen for it to really register you and it needs to have your entire body like it needs to be from like foot to you hold your hands out like you know in a y shape or whatever yeah it's um graphically like nothing special it it looks like tron uh but pong and it's really really responsive i had no tracking issues with it the it was the music is like really cool pulse pounding techno so it kind of gets you really amped when you're playing it nice. so that was cool um, yeah I, I enjoyed it I thought it was a lot of fun I want to play it more but I'm gonna have to move things around in my game room I think to actually make a little more room it. yeah and uh, I also picked up the Disgaea Five demo and gave that a shot
1: I downloaded it I haven't played it yet
0: uh, I don't really care for it no <laughs> no I tr- I try to get into what platform?
1: it platform it's on Switch oh yeah uh,
0: I tried. I tried to get into it. I gave it a few shots. And it could have just been because I was tired every time I sat down to do it. Um, but...
1: That kind of strategy RPG, I feel like you really have to be in the mood to really want to... Well, I feel that way time. about strategy games in general.
0: And it's not... It's just like... It's not complex I mean it is kind of complex the confusing thing is like you're playing a demo so it. I feel like it kind of just picks up in the middle of the story though yeah. I don't know if it actually does or well not. Like, that's
1: kind of a Japanese video game thing to do too
0: yeah and so you kind of just get thrown into it without actually knowing the mechanics of what to do and then it's just like here we're going to show you how to do stuff and like you go into a battle and it's showing you how to like make combos with the characters and it's different because like I'm used to playing a strategy RPG where you like roll up on an enemy and you attack and then you switch characters and you roll up on an enemy and you attack and everything's based on like who has the most like what your speed uh attribute is at so like if your speed's higher you are higher up in the timeline of who gets to act or whatever This is like you you get to take all of your characters' turns and then execute them all. So you can set up like f- like three characters to do a combo attack hmm. on someone. And the more combos you do, you actually end up being able to unlock different treasures at the end of the battle based on like how many awesome combos you did or whatever. Ooh, interesting. Um which is cool, but it's not really what I'm used to, so maybe that's just me being a baby about it. But Probably. It's uh it's all right. I don't know. I it's making me rethink wanting to get it. Yeah. Which sucks, because I do want something else to play on the Switch, but now that I have Farpoint, I'm probably just going to play more VR. We Um, still
2: got to do the co-op in Farpoint. Yeah. And Uh, to think, I feel like just a couple weeks ago, you were trying to sell me your VR so you could get an iPad.
0: Yeah, so if anybody wants to buy any of my stuff, uh, (laughs) or just give me an iPad, I'm looking for an iPad Pro 12-inch with cellular signal lte on
1: it, if possible <laughs> anyways go to um, Midwest Podcast Network yeah. dot com slash support if you buy it
2: slash on amazon John.
0: through our affiliate link and send <laughs> and it, to give me, it to us. we will get additional money <laughs> for the purchase <laughs> <laughs> i don't need the smart keyboard case or the pencil alex is going to give me his apple pencil yep but anyways uh yeah that's all i've really played doesn't come with the pencil. It doesn't. No. I'm it's hoping maybe asses. the new ones will, but that yeah. doesn't matter. We're that's anyways. Alex, you have game news. What do you want to talk about?
1: Yeah, a couple quick things. Uh Nintendo had a uh, Nintendo Direct this past week. There's going to be an Arms Global Test Punch you can go and download the stuff Ooh. right now. This weekend, weekend, 526, uh, yeah, this... May 26th to 28th, there will be Times to Play, and then also June 2nd through 4th. There will be more times to play, so we get two weekends out of it. I don't know if there's specific times or if they've listed them yet. I'm sure there's something on the news section of your switch if you want to look. Two of the
0: days were US only.
1: Yeah, so I think the the Fridays are US only days. Okay, as far as I understand. So uh, excited to check it out. Hopefully, we can talk about it on the next show. We can both, we can all three of us play some of it and see how what we think of Arms for sure. And uh, yeah, so that's cool.
2: I think they're pretty cool. Legs are also pretty cool. The more I'm seeing about arms, the more I like it.
1: Yeah.
0: Like, everything... Like, when they initially announced it, I was like, that eh, looks dumb. I think I've mentioned this before, yeah. too. Yeah. yeah, But literally, the more they keep showing, the more I'm intrigued by, like, what the game is all about and how it plays. And
1: Now that we're at, they're actually showing more of the depth of the game yeah. and, like, oh, all the different arms that you can get, and I think they announced, like, three new characters as well yep. this week, so... Yeah. There's li- and they're also going to do what they did with Splatoon and continually give you more and more each week for free. Um, cool. So it sounds like they have a plan to support it for at least a couple months after release.
2: Yeah, I mean, so. initially it sounded like it should just be in a package with 1-2-Switch. Yeah, but, uh, but yeah. it sounds like a more full-fledged game. And you
0: can play it with every single controller type.
2: Yeah, yeah, I read about that. You don't that.
0: just play it with the Joy-Con like individually. Like you can use, yeah, the you can do, pro you controller. can put them together,
1: or you can pro controller it. Yep. So that's cool.
2: I feel like it'd feel more natural just using the Joy-Cons, but well, I guess we'll, we'll, we'll find see. out. Uh,
1: yeah, we'll we'll have to try it out and see what's going on. Because maybe the motion sh- controls are great. Maybe they're terrible. And
0: maybe they give you an advantage of some sort. Yeah. playing it that way. I don't know. Yeah, maybe we'll, we'll see.
1: Um, a few other things, uh, Ubisoft announced Far Cry 5 and The Crew 2 are coming this fiscal year, so by March of next year.
0: I didn't realize The Crew did well enough to deserve a sequel.
1: Probably didn't.
0: Then why are they wasting their time and money?
1: Because what else are they going to make?
0: Assassin's Creed 12.
1: Yeah, that's coming too. (laughs) (laughs) Assassin's Creed Origins is, is although I don't think they've done an official announcement of it yet, but...
0: Uh, yeah. Whatever. Can we... Like, kind
2: of over Ubisoft, I think. Just throw out some guesses as to where Far Cry will be set. There was rumor that it was going to be a Western. That would be actually really yeah. cool. Yeah. I would they probably were, pick that up. They
0: were rumoring... Because the last, last round of Far Cry, or last Ubisoft round of games, really, they put out a survey... And they wanted to know where people felt the next Far Cry game should be. And one of the options was like dinosaurs, and one of them was space, and then one of them was a Western. And they didn't really do dinosaurs with Primal because it was just like... I don't think they should do dinosaurs. No, I don't think so either. But the but Western... I think fighting Western dinosaurs,
2: one, regular dinosaurs, seem kind of lame to me. Yeah. The Western one, I think, is the one that most people wanted. There, maybe
0: uh, that was just because this was prior to them even announcing Red Dead 2. So yeah. it could just be that now that Red Dead 2 out, nobody's going to give a shit about Ubisoft's Western. The mm. other
1: thing that I've heard is that it might be in the Western United States. Like there was somebody was saying like Oklahoma or something like that. Like it would be in an urban setting in the United States, which might be an interesting place but to take in it. A, but in Welcome to Far Cry Five, Urban Jungle. I don't know. Far Cry Five Panhandle. It's just <laughs> <laughs> Far Cry. Take down Florida. this distillery and take it over from the Western Brothers And then game. when you're done, go, buy you? go to the jug-blowing simulator. <laughs> <laughs> find all the jugs to blow on. And I then, assume yep. that's going to have VR
2: support, then. <laughs> Tobacco-chewing simulator. <laughs> See how
1: many syringes, use syringes, you can find in the landscape. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Plenty of collectibles. Yeah, none of this is as anyway. funny as we're making it sound.
1: Go skin leather couches to build a new purse. <laughs>
2: Ooh. All um, right, I'm in. <laughs> yeah, I'll yeah. play that. That sounds any fun. sort of Western theme will do. Just
1: make Blood Dragon. Why are they? Why are they beating around the bush? Give me they, a new Blood Dragon. Because they want people to take him seriously. And you were all you excited can't...
2: about the other Blood Dragon, but you haven't even played it,
1: have you? What do you mean? I've played it. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's great, though. It's the only Far Cry I've kind of cared about. Anyway, yeah, we've beaten that drum enough. Uh, Elite Dangerous is coming June 27th for PS4, but VR has not been confirmed. Boo. Yeah. Kind of sucks. I'm excited for the game, but if it doesn't have VR, I might wait until they like yeah. patch it in or something. If they patch it If in. they do, yeah. Uh, two last things. Uh, Square Enix is selling off IO Interactive due to the quote-unquote low-performing Hitman hitman season two is in question It may or may not happen well they supposedly invested, they
0: invested all of their marketing into final fantasy 15 <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah they spent all that money getting the cup of noodle license for right that game. yeah
0: if they would have just given that up maybe they'd have some money for hitman
1: they, i mean it's the same people that said that like the three million or whatever that tomb raider sold originally on xbox 360 was not enough yeah and they're like enough. uh what were your guys actual expectations so
2: for a single platform game yeah yeah.
1: right the rumor is the rumor has been confirmed is that hitman will travel with io that enix will include it as a thing to try and sell off io but no definite answers on anything yet
2: that franchise has been around a long time i would Watch I would Sony. hate for it to go away. I haven't played Sony's that. Sony's just going to buy it and make it exclusive. They should. They damn well should. I feel like maybe I'm part of the problem because I haven't played that Hitman yet. Yeah, I. I that's the but thing. I, I've heard really good things about it, and I'm sure I do enjoy it. it. I've played like every other Hitman. Yeah. I didn't like Absolution that much, though, to be yeah. honest. I didn't finish that one.
1: So, here's to IO. Hopefully they make it through whatever Cheers. transition period. And then finally... uh. HTC announced the Vive standalone. What? It is VR with no computer and no phone. What? Makes Whoa. use of Google's Daydream platform.
0: Oh, they yeah, they announced
1: that at I.O., didn't they? Uh, I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I don't know. <laughs> right. So, there's, uh, you can go to uh, their website and take a look at just some of the conceptual artwork. It says it's coming later this year. Uh, easy to carry with you. Lightweight. You know, we'll use the daydream platform. So anything that comes out for that, we'll be able to work on it pretty easily. But uh, it's just interesting. Cool idea. So, yeah, that's about it for uh, normal news. Cool. Here's the big news. (laughs) Destiny Two, mm.
0: the gameplay was revealed. Yeah, yeah. They, they had a, yeah, Bungie with had a, uh, lots of other stuff. Yeah, the Bu- Bungie, the Bungie, the, the Bungie, 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 the Bungie had a huge event this week, uh, an Apple style keynote. Yeah, with I think they said five hundred thousand people were watching it at yeah at any given time. Yeah, I can confirm
2: that I was watching it yeah, live. That's
1: kind of insane. That's a lot of
2: people. And you count as five hundred thousand I mean, people. There
0: were like probably a thousand people in the audience too. I don't know about a thousand. They had a lot of of press there. There's a lot of people. Um, Anyway, so they showed off Destiny 2, and it doesn't, from, like, right off the bat, doesn't look like a lot has changed. um, If you really, really, you know, take a little gander at it. The gameplay itself looks pretty normal, you know, the same destiny we're used to, which is good cuz that that was one of the things we were kind of worried about is are they going to get rid of the gun shooting like the mechanics of the shooting yeah. like, is it going to be all are they going to eliminate all the guns and- yeah so Are they it, going
1: back to stones? Is it Destiny Primal?
0: Looks looks like they're not getting rid of that, which is great because we love the shooting in Destiny. Um but they're they're adding some new subclasses, which is cool. They've got the Dawnblade for the Warlock, which is like a sword uh solar solar sword attack. Uh they're adding the Titan Striker skills, uh oh, and what was the other one? The new uh Hunter class. No, there's a new Titan Defender class. I can't remember what it's called,
2: though, with the, the Captain America shield. Attack. Titan Captain yeah. America? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Captain America <laughs> shield. That one looks really awesome.
0: I, all the new supers look sweet. Uh, the gun, the Hunter, Not it's not Gunslinger.
2: Yeah, he uses uh, that cool energy staff deal.
0: Yeah, I can't find all my notes now. What the hell oh, happened? Good job. <laughs> um, This is the worst Destiny podcast ever. Anyways... <laughs> I can't fucking find it. That's bullshit. Okay. Well, just
1: to talk about some of the other stuff that's been confirmed. Uh, nobody's gonna have dedicated servers, including PC. Yeah, that's kind uh, of um, the dumb. game is coming out later. On of course, PC. leave it to you to find all the bummer information. Uh, this is just all the stuff that I saw. I didn't see anything about that. So, the, yeah, the PC release is gonna be later after the consoles. Uh, I did hear about that. There will be uncapped frame rate on the PC, but and, it will be four K, 4K four K, 4K and, and thirty
2: to not ni- twenty one to nine. Oh, yeah, yeah. You can play it in 4K,
1: 21 to 9 aspect ratio, but uh, on PS4 Pro, it'll be 4K and 30 frames per second. Uh, No Scorpio details allowed until after Microsoft's E3 presentation. Mm. Um, PC version is exclusive to Battle.net. You cannot get it on Steam because they don't want to give
2: Valve that money. Why would they do that? It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, why would they? They have their Mm -hmm. own client. Yeah, and it's a great client. I'm. I'm totally all for that move. I think that's a smart move. That's fine. I don't I care. I like I like BattleNet. Um,
1: and which apparently they're going to call it BattleNet still, even though they were like trying to not do that anymore. Yeah. Uh, multiplayer count is down from eight people or down to eight people per round instead
2: of twelve. So
0: yeah, all of the multiplayer stuffs going four v four. Yeah, that's yep. a that's kind of a big deal. So
2: that's a decrease on some modes and an increase on others. Right.
0: Um, one of the big changes that they did with the weapons is that now you basically have two primary weapons, one of which is an elemental. And instead of having a special weapon and a heavy weapon, they've combined all the specials and heavies into a, a so it's like a power class.
1: Yeah. Well, it's no longer, um, power, power weapon. It's no longer primary, class. uh, primary, secondary, secondary and, and heavy, heavy. It is kinetic
0: um, energy and power yeah those are the three and you could have like classes.
1: three uh scout rifles or you could have like three sniper rifles or you could have like three rocket launchers was basically the way that they stated it
0: no, i don't think that's no. exactly right like that's f- what i got out of. so it. the kinetic and the energy class can either they can both be you could have two hand cannons one of which has just a kinetic attack and the other one has like some form of energy attack so void or uh solar or what's the electric one I'm drawing a total Arc. blank. Arc, Arc yeah. yeah. God, man, I'm really out of it. <laughs> uh, so you can you can have a kinetic weapon, then you can have your elemental weapon, and then the heavies are going to be snipers. The, okay, uh, power is going to be snipers, grenade launchers, uh, rocket launchers. Uh,
1: yeah.
0: What's the What's the other one?
2: Machine gun? I don't know if they're yeah, bringing machine back gun, like,
0: heavy machine guns and fusion rifle. I don't know if something forward. that's going to be in the
2: game still. You can
0: tell I haven't played Destiny in a long time. <laughs> I kind of gave up because I'm waiting for this. Like, I want this. I don't want to play old Destiny now. I when want new I, Destiny.
1: I told Nick yesterday, I was like, you know what? As long as they figure out a way that I don't need to worry about having, like, Ascendant Energy and Ascendant Shards and Radiant Energy and Radiant Shards. Yeah, and figure I figured that like, out like two years like, ago. Yeah, they did that already and I was like, oh, that's cool. Hopefully it doesn't suck.
0: Yeah, so, anyways. Um, this, what I've noticed in talking to other people about this new weapon setup is that this is really going to change the way crucibles run and is and the way raids are run. So, like, playing multiplayer, like, you're going to really have to think about your loadouts for these things, like, it, especially, like, running raids. Like, if you... How did, how did I voice it? Like, not everybody's going to be able to have, like, a sniper on. Like, not everyone's going to have Black Spindle, and not everybody's going to have Gallahorn because you can't have a sniper rifle and a rocket launcher yeah. equipped yeah. at the same time. You're going to have to be really choosy about which weapons you're using. That's really cool. That adds a different level of, of strategy to this, which I, you know, I think is awesome. Um, and then... Especially for raids, if you think about it, because think about going into like King's Fall, you when you're when you're fighting the was it the the wizards mm-hmm. in the in the King's Fall raid, and you you have to everybody jumps to the middle and Galahorns the shit out of them or whatever. Like, not everyone's going to have Galahorn on them, so. You gotta really well, think no. about that. The and groups swapping. on LFG
1: are still gonna be like, gotta have Gellarhorn. Well, yeah, <laughs> LFG
0: might be a thing of the past
2: too. No, yeah, so they're they're adding. Be there.
0: So there's they're really they're really bumping up the social aspect of the game too, because now there's a huge support for clans. Uh, as well as like you get clan banners and things like that in game that show and off your rewards clan and rewards. There's rewards based on the clan. So even if you can't play with your clan, like you playing on your own can also win rewards for your clan and vice versa, mm-hmm. uh, which is really cool. And they've added, uh, what did they call the new solo thing? Um,
2: uh, guided, guided games so guided, guided gaming games.
0: is basically like if you're a solo player and you're having trouble finding groups like you can find a clan that fits with your playstyle based on their descriptions and things like that well it's yeah all basically
1: like a clan with five people will come up and say hey we are looking for a sixth to go do a raid right. and then that way you as a single player can go through and look at these list of clans that want to go and run run the raid so you right. don't get stuck never seeing the raid which is great that's yeah. a great idea and yeah. that's,
0: that's that's been a huge focus I think of Destiny 2 in general is just like adding more of the social aspect to the game like making sure nobody's left out. One of the one of the statistics that Luke Smith dropped was that 50% of the people who played D1 never, never
1: got to raid. raid. Yeah. Like
0: that's ridiculous to me, but I think about it and it's like I never actually got to all the way I never did the Crota raid from start to finish ever. I only jumped hmm. in at the end when other people were doing it. Yeah. I never finished Wrath of the Machine that never happened. Uh Volta Glass, I don't think I've ever played start to finish either. It's only I've only jumped in at certain points. And Kings King's Fall is literally the only raid I started and finished with the same group of people. Crota's so, the only
1: one that I did. I never saw
2: the end of Vault of Glass. The
0: statistic of fifty percent of players and this this game has a ton of players. Yeah. A huge yeah. player base. It's fifty percent of an undertaking
2: getting six people. It'll, it'll, together right to do that stuff it's super difficult without using lfg and all that which
0: right so now they've kind of like stepped around lfg which i don't know if that's good or bad you know, i'm sure people are still going to use lfg Yeah, i mean but it'll still exist this this will make it for the people who don't want to use lfg for the you know to deal with the guys who just like you gotta have galhorn bro or you can't <laughs> join the game uh you get around that completely which is kind of nice one of the things I'm really pumped about with Destiny 2 is the expansion of the worlds in a way. So we're getting four new, well, we're getting three new planets, one old planet with a new space. So yeah. we've get we have Earth still, but we get the European Dead Zone. Yeah. What I was told, well, not what I was told, but what I heard through other means was that the European Dead Zone was actually created for D1. And it's it's a huge world. That has all kinds of dungeons and quests and things all over the place, all over the map. That are it's basically like similar to like a
2: World of Warcraft in the sense that there's
0: way way more of an area to explore and find things to do. um, I also
2: heard it's almost twice the size of the largest zone in Destiny One.
0: That's that's huge. Yeah, that's pretty big. So that's really exciting to have that, especially as somebody like I like playing solo. Having that available to me to just do on my own is really cool. Yeah. Uh, If I want to. And I can pair up with people. It's cool, too. But whatever. Um, What else? What else do they
1: add? You're going to the planetoid Nessus, which is between Saturn and Neptune. You're going to Titan, which is the moon of Saturn. And Io, the moon of Jupiter. My favorite moon of Jupiter.
0: Uh, They are expanding the other subclasses as well. That's something to talk about. Because I know um, the... The striker class for the Titan. Now, when you use Fist of Havoc, it's no longer Fist of Havoc; it's Fists of Havoc, and you get multiple. So, when you use it once to to initiate, oh, great! You can run around and punch people more than once. <laughs> so you get like two or three of them.
2: In I yeah, think. I noticed the Golden Gun is different too because I saw it in the one yeah. video of the strike that I watched. Yep, and uh, and I you can fire it more times. It, it looks like, but it's weaker. Well, in in general, they've weakened everything.
0: They've nerfed they've nerfed everything. So, like in Crucible, uh, melee attacks take up to three hits to kill someone, yeah. which is kind of ridiculous. They've slowed down so you the just movement have punching speed. Matches. Um, they've decreased the amount of damage everything does in the Crucible. A lot
1: of this stuff, they're things that's gonna uh, morph and change after the beta anyway. Because that's that just it. how it, it, slow it all
2: down movement speed. Because that's a terrible idea. Yeah, they did. <laughs> it's it already the, very slow compared to yeah. It's very other slow. First person. All
0: of the reviews of the Crucible playthrough that I saw was all of them said that the movement speed has slowed down. Like it's a small percentage, but it's enough that they they noticed it. Yeah. Um, but the biggest thing they noticed was the amount of damage everything does. Like everything's doing is like a good chunk less, and that's that's supposed to balance it somehow. I don't really understand
1: how that works, but um. But you this, thought things were bullet sponges before.
0: This is all th- when I when I opened this segment, saying that it just looks like a lot of the same. It does. It yeah. does look like a lot of the same. But that's not necessarily but a bad. With thing. With lots
2: of changes.
0: Yeah, it's a lot of the same in all the right places. I think.
1: Um, well, and some of the indications of what I got when the, the stuff that I did watch, because I didn't end up being able to watch the whole announcement, but. The idea that there's actually like dynamic cinematics happening while you're playing the game yeah like the the i saw the shot of somebody it might have been a cora but i can't remember going to attack like a ship that's in yeah, front of you like seeing people do things in the world while you're playing the game is cool that means there's story happening yeah it's not just a ghost going and flowing floating around a button and then he presses it and then the door opens like and it's then it actually gives a
2: long explanation about where you're at. Yeah,
1: so I, I I'm excited for more of that. I know that a lot of that took the form of voiceover and uh, like Cade Six stuff in the Taken King, and and that's that was a better step from where they were when the from the initial release. But I'm glad to see that they're pulling even more story type, story oriented things into the actual game. Yeah, sure. yeah.
0: So I, I guess Alex, as someone who played D one for a little while and moved on from it, like does this <laughs> does this new iteration intrigue you a little more and make you want to play, or, or are you kind of still in the same boat you were? Uh,
1: I mean, I enjoyed the game a lot when I did play it, so I'm excited to check out a n- new like a new iteration of it. I, I it, it it's hard it's very hard for me to wrap my head around the changes that they're making with. The classification of weapons so i think a lot of it's going to come down to me like it's nice that i can just forget about all the stuff that i had in the first game start fresh and go from there yeah and everyone
2: will be starting fresh with yeah
1: so that that to me being able to start fresh with everybody's probably going to be playing it again
0: we're gonna have a jumping big right group into of it. It's playing. gonna be a big oh, yeah. group PS4. of people. There's gonna
1: be people playing it all the time. Everybody's gonna play it more than me, and they're still gonna like eclipse me and stuff, but that's fine. Well, at least one person will. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm I'm excited to check it out, but they're like not any more or less than I was before this announcement. You know? Right. They didn't they didn't really show me anything that was like holy crap, I'm back in. Like it's it's hard for me to um the fun of Destiny really snuck up on me because it was like I'm gonna play this because it's what everybody's talking about. Yeah, and then eventually I was hooked. Yeah. So the initial impact of all of this to me doesn't mean anything until I'm sitting there playing it. I, I feel which is like
2: kind of a weird way to put it, I guess. But. We we saw that transition happen like in our early episodes when we were recording. Yeah. Like one week you're just kind of like, eh, playing it is cool, and then the next week, yeah, this is all I've done and
1: yeah. yeah and then the next week is like oh dailies and weeklies and <laughs> heroics and nightfalls oh my but it like it <laughs> I, I'm, I'm I'm kind of excited to get into that again but also I'm kind of worried that I'm not going to have the time
2: to get that into it well even with destiny the way it is now like they have so many different activities available yeah to keep you busy throughout the week but they've structured things to where you can put in like an hour maybe a day and get something out of it yeah and, and maybe Which is like good. a couple times a week you're gonna want to put in more than an hour or so to finish up you know or to like try to do a raid or
1: yeah I trials mean,
2: of osiris or something that takes up more time <laughs> but you can save that stuff for like a weekend or whatever I guess kind of what it
1: comes down to is that the fun of this game really for me was the the water cooler of it. The idea the that I would hop on, Nick and Gojo are playing, we'd hop into a strike that we've done a thousand times before and just make jokes and talk about stuff and Gojo would do funny things in the game. Right. like.
2: That was what was really good about it. That's why I still play it. Is I don't have to think about it when I'm playing it. Yeah, I can just. It's like hanging out with people online and still gives me something to do, or not hanging out with somebody and just shutting my brain off.
1: The idea that they may be working in an actual compelling story for us to care about on top of (laughs) that is good. Yeah, maybe maybe I will sit down and play this and be like, "Holy crap! I actually care about this now." The issue for me is like, okay, I've still, I don't even know what a grimoire card looks like. I've never looked at one in the app on my phone. I have no idea. So if I need to know any of that for this story, they would be making a big mistake. Right. (laughs) So hopefully they figure out a balance to strike to make it so that the people who are just coming on now can still get a lot out of it, a lot out of this new story that they're making. And it's uh, it sounds like the story that they're doing is less rooted in like, Here's the lore of the wolves and blah, 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 and more of like, oh, my God, everything's blown up. We need to retaliate. I
0: I think on on the the face of it, it's going to be like that. But I hope it has all of that stuff underneath because that's that's what I like. I mean, I like the fact that I've gone online and there are people who have taken their Tumblr and converted into a complete breakdown of the entire lore of the game. They've yeah. taken the time to actually dissect all of the Grimoire cards and figure that shit out. I love that. That's awesome. If you actually look at the lore of this game, it's incredible. They put a ton of work into yeah. it. And shame on them for not having it readily in available in the first game. <laughs> yeah. So for them to actually take it and put it in D2, I'm pumped for that. I want the story. I'm excited for it. I'm going to play more single player than I guarantee I'm going to play any multiplayer like, hands down. There's,
1: I mean, there's nothing wrong with them, like, being like, hey, you know, we're putting out a graphic novel here for you to check out. Here's this stuff, blah, 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 blah. But if the root I, I story... Want, like,
0: a direct, I want, like, a full novel. If, I want to read all of it. No, like, I'm
1: sure that's coming, because there's, like, Halo novels and whatever. There's, like, StarCraft novels. I, I don't want, it's like, all out fan there.
0: fiction, like, no. side stories. I want the story written from the writers in a book.
1: That's probably <laughs> not going to happen, but... Uh the fact that there might be some overarching story in this that is big enough, and it all, it'll have all that stuff that you can dig deeper into if you yeah. want to, is great. Because for somebody like me, who has a lot of stuff going on in life, I'm not going to be able to stay up reading Grimoire cards at 2 in the morning after you know doing strikes and stuff. Yeah. But... Uh, uh, all in all, uh, everything they, that they said out of the announcement says sounds great. The fact that they're like, hey, guess what? You're not going to have to go into orbit anytime you want to do something. Is yeah.
0: great news. You can do it all from the planet. The only, I think, the only reason you ever have to go into orbit is to go to a
2: go to a planet. different planet, which is well. Great. I mean, yeah, it, the game still loads, but it's yeah. just like you don't have to go out into space and then pick where you want to go to go back from space to well, a different planet.
1: But the, also the idea that you don't need to go back to the tower to turn in. The which is something that they did yeah, they, that they've know, already they done now do yeah, yeah. but like you can go and shop for stuff or what like the those those, th- those all, the elements of the, of the tower the are going to be in the worlds which is right. fantastic and that's yeah
2: there's like some place called like the farm or something that's going to be the social space that's in the, the European the, zone yeah. I guess
1: the tedium of let me go back to the tower to do all the stuff that I need to do before I can get back to playing the game. Like reducing the time to fun is the best, one of the best things they can do for this, the sequel. Definitely. And so. I feel
0: like, again, kind of backtracking to, to this being a bu- a lot of the same, but different. Um, I think this is all just stuff they put out there as fan service for all the diehards and sweaties was to just be like, here's what we this is what we have and it's a lot of the same. We've got these little changes here that you're that you might dig or you might not, but it's not really going to affect you cuz ultimately the base game is the same. They they're not showing all their cards yet. There's got to be more. And I I just know there's more to this and they're just holding off for like another event or maybe they're just going to hold off for the beta and just be like, "Hey guys, we didn't announce this before, but check out this beta because there's some serious dope shit in here." That could be like there has to be more to it because there's not enough difference to bring back people who are just like I don't want more of the same game, you know.
1: And and but I I think I a lot know if of they those need to. I think a lot of those people are going to be like, like the fact that there will be new strikes and new levels and new stuff to do is going to be enough to bring a lot of the people that.
2: That's all that I need. Like, I mean. personally
1: when when the my voicing of my unhappiness with destiny is not that it's number one it's not that it's not a good game it's mostly that it just feels like the fun of the game is playing everything a thousand times and eventually on that 980th time i'm like okay i've done this enough times and then i walk away from it so this new package of fresh stuff that everybody's going to be on the same playing ground i'm down to play it more, right. and then I'll have my time with it, and I'll be done with it, you know? Yeah. So. Right
0: on, man.
2: So, yeah, we're pretty pumped for Destiny too. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. I wonder if you can drive that tank they showed. Yeah, I don't know. I'm curious about that.
1: That would be sweet. Yeah, it seemed like maybe vehicles might be a thing. So.
0: I wonder if there's going to be any kind of, like, large-scale battleground shit, too, you know? Like, similar to, like, a World of Warcraft raid. Uh... I I how dope would it be to have like some giant war against the cabal and it's like you and like six other fire teams jump in and just blow shit up like
2: yeah that's not gonna happen
0: like some like battlefield style like large scale warfare but in destiny like that would be sweet you don't know if that's gonna happen or not that'd be cool I think that'd be cool yeah just all these supers popping off all over the place (laughs) (laughs) sounds like a
2: resource hog to me it would just
0: be super cool (laughs)
2: <laughs> Super.
0: <laughs> Anyways, all right. Let's talk about Farpoint.
2: Yes. Okay.
0: Farpoint is the first official PlayStation VR first-person shooter using the Aim controller. Brian, do you want to show the camera
2: the Aim? Controller? It's
1: the. I think it's the first first-party well, Sony game. In
2: both cameras at the same. You time. can.
1: It, it, it's the first like Sony first-party game. I think. There might have been little things here and there. You had PlayStation Worlds or whatever, but this is like this was meant to be the AAA, like a AAA release for PSV. AAA was what I was looking for. Yeah,
0: I couldn't figure
1: out my words.
0: Um, let's talk about the controller first.
1: Yeah, so before that, we jump into the, the game, game. The game, uh, you can get the game itself for fifty dollars. You can play it with a norm controller. It is PSVR only, though. Uh, or you can get the, the package with the controller for seventy nine ninety
0: nine, And you might as well spend the extra $30 because the construction of this thing is as good as, if not better, than the other Sony controllers.
1: Yeah, it is fully its own controller. The Move controllers don't snap into it like the old sharpshooter for the PS3 it's got the usb port to charge it on the bottom it has all of the buttons of a normal controller Yeah,
2: you can play destiny with that thing you
0: actually can play destiny with it you can play any game with it because it I has you. literally all of the buttons
1: yeah um they they say they're going to support it with more games i think there's a few that have been playable at e3 but um
0: yeah i think there's like three or four currently
2: yeah when does duck hunt come out that's I don't know. I'm thing. ready for a time uh. crisis. That's <laughs> so that was
0: going to be my thing <laughs> that I wanted to say about the the controllers that this lends itself really well to those old school rail shooters like house of the dead and time crisis. So yeah. bring all of those to this, please yep. dear God. If you do anything right, Konami, let me play fucking <laughs> sniper scope with this thing.
2: I think you're asking a lot. Asking please. Konami like, to do something, any, right.
0: any of the old, like, who was it? Namco did time crisis. Please, yeah. please bring time crisis to this. Dear God, please bring time crisis to this. Cause I want to play all of those rail shooters with this. I want the terminator game. I want the Terminator Ooh, game I liked so bad. What was the Terminator <laughs> game? What was the one with Aerosmith in it? That one? What? A- like Area 51 or whatever. Like, they had a shooter? Yeah, it was an arcade Did shooter. Did you play
2: as Aerosmith? No, it just had the music in the background. Did you use a guitar as a gun?
0: Uh, I don't remember.
2: Revolution X. Yeah, Revolution X. Kill people with rock and roll. Like,
0: all of those old-school rail shooters like that, give me those games with this.
1: Give me a 3D fully rendered Mad Dog McCree game.
0: Yeah, that would be awesome. Ooh, yeah, <laughs> I that guess that's game. kind
2: of one-two switch, but not... Sort of, but not. Yeah, But regardless... Maybe the, they'll implement VR support into Red Dead Redemption and let you use the gun.
0: What we're getting at is this controller rules, um, and it works and really well. would love to
2: have more reasons to
1: use it. Yeah,
0: the tracking <laughs> rules on it, it works really well with the system in general. It's, it's fantastic. It looks
2: cool. I just want to play with it.
0: One of my favorite things about playing Farpoint with this was actually holding the, the, the controller... And seeing my hands in the same position as yeah. the character on the screen and then being able to turn the gun in the game and look at it from all
1: directions. Yep.
0: Like that. So awesome. Yeah. You can
1: even, you can even flip it around and look at the barrel. Yeah. You can- I was
2: wondering about that because there was a video. I want to say it was on IGN of them playing Farpoint Farpoint. And, uh, the way they were holding the gun was like driving me crazy cause it looked really fucking stupid and so how, how, now I understand. How
0: other way is there to hold the gun?
2: They were holding it like, like crooked, like here. Like this? Kind of. Like yeah. The whole time. And I was like, it was driving me crazy. I Maybe they watch were the having video. a tracking
0: issue with it. I've had next to no tracking issues as long as my room is dark enough.
1: I've had some, it, it's been a little jittery, which is a little weird, especially when your hand isn't moving at all. But it, it, it uh, yeah. it hasn't been a big issue. It was, it didn't really bother me much. But, um, but yeah, we want more now, reasons to use so this controller to get into one. to get into Farpoint. Let me let me see it just to show yeah. people when we're actually talking here. But the one of the cool things about Farpoint is that you uh, one of the one of the or several of the guns have holographic scopes that you need to hold up the gun at the level where you can line up the holographic scope to shoot at what you want to shoot and actually
0: at. close your
1: left eye, and <laughs> yeah. use your right eye, to properly like, aim. You literally have to aim the gun. It's it's awesome. It's really really cool, which it's not necessarily something that uh like it feels really good with this because you've got both both hands on it. And like it just I don't know. It, it it really you said it last night that the the idea that it brings so much more immersion to the game. Yeah. Like I I found myself like getting through fights and stuff and I was like I don't know if saving that from with the share function is going to look nearly as cool as what I felt like I was doing right. because I'm holding this gun. Cuz like,
0: if you're just looking at replay of the game, it looks like any other first person shooter. It's yeah. literally like the the level of tracking that the game has with the gun is just so immersive and even like Even just the very beginning of the game where you're sitting in the spaceship and you look back and you can see your shadow behind you and it's following literally every motion of your head movement and everything. And then you land on the planet and you look at your shadow and it's got the gun. And every which way you move the gun, your shadow's moving in that direction. Like that that little detail is like crazy in terms of immersion. Hmm. Yeah. So to to have a peripheral that literally, if you think about it, only costs thirty dollars. <laughs> yeah. That that really ups the way the game plays for you as the player. Like that's it's worth every penny. Yeah. So. Does it anyway, have a
2: it? rumble?
0: It does yeah. have Rumble, yeah. And it's it's great. Well, it, maybe
2: when my DualShock breaks next time, I'll just spend 30 bucks on one of those. Sure. <laughs> <instead of laughs> 65 I
1: didn't actually try playing any other games <laughs> with it. I also didn't try playing Farpoint with the normal DualShock. Yeah, I did so. not do that. Uh,
0: but anyways, let's, let's talk see. about the game itself. So Farpoint... Um, it's got some heft to it. Just to... I don't don't want to break down the story because I think the story is amazing. Let's say that. I think the story in this game... This is a short game. It's only about five hours long. Um, It is a really solid five-hour story, though. It is... Like one of the best narratives I've had in a story, like in a game in a long time. And it, it's, it's short and sweet and it like kinda hits you hard.
1: It's kind of half lifey, it's kinda like interstellar the movie E. It's kind yeah. of alien the movie E. Like it's it's kinda all over the science fiction genre but it's, with it's stuff. It's
0: pretty uh it hits pretty hard. It's a little bleak, uh, but it's it's really well done, really well written. Um, the the actual team that did Most of this game was small too. It was a very, it wasn't a huge team of dudes. Yeah, (laughs) huge team of dudes. Um, But it's it's uh it's really an impressive experience to play. Um, The shooting mechanics are all really nice. All of the guns feel unique in a way, which is cool. Um, There are, let me think. You have Nico
1: said no way about something. Nico, let us know what you said. Yeah, Nico, there's a little bit
0: of a delay on what we say to you. So, yeah, let us know,, yeah.
1: but sorry, John keep,
0: yeah, anyways, keep uh, all the guns feel really unique there is you start with an assault rifle, you then get a shotgun, and then you also get a precision rifle, a plasma rifle, and a spike launcher. Um, the assault rifle has a secondary attack which shoots rockets that follow the laser that come out of them. The shotgun has a secondary attack that is grenade launching. The precision rifle does not have a secondary attack
1: but it doesn't like the the thing it 's a sniper rifle that also like. The sight lights up when you are... When you're properly
0: lined up on an enemy, it, it tells you, it indicates hmm. that you are lined up for shot. Yep. Uh, the plasma rifle has a shield, which is kind of helpful, and yeah. then the spike launcher shoots. It's basically shooting grenades that stick to things, and then you can trigger the grenade to explode, or they go off on their own within four seconds of you launching them.
1: I haven't gotten that one yet.
0: All but. of the guns feel really good and feel very unique. I do not like the plasma rifle. from yeah. the, like It's just not fun to no. shoot. Um, it does like five bursts and the shield, the shield is helpful.
2: He's just excited about that. Oh, right on.
0: Yeah. The controller kicks ass,
2: dude. It's pretty cool.
0: Um, the my favorite gun is the precision rifle. It is awesome. It feels great. It feels when the first time I got the precision rifle and used it with the first shot, I was like, "Fuck yeah!" <laughs> like literally, I I was upstairs in my game room by myself with the dogs on the and on the couch.
2: The, you said "fuck yeah" really loud, and they started barking at you.
0: I literally shot the gun once and just one shoted one thing and was just like, "Fuck yeah!" This is the best gun <laughs> in the game, and it is. And it's it's just nice to like, and I I was getting really into scope and shit because I kept knocking the gun into the headset because <laughs> I was like really leaning into it. Yeah. Uh, so I really like this this the the game the game's great. I think this is a great game. There are a lot of outlets online that were kind of giving it shit for being too short or for kind of half assing it for the second half of the game. You get two two and a half hours in, and then after that, they said it kind of took a nosedive. They're fucking stupid. Everyone who feels that way about this game, it's as if you weren't even really paying attention. One I think it was I don't remember if it was Polygon, I don't think it was Kotaku, but one of the reviews I read said that once they hit the halfway point after the first big boss that they did, they were like there are no other big bosses, which is kind of true. There really aren't any other big bosses, which is kind of a bummer. But they said that the rest of the game just felt thrown together and stupid and not well thought out. And you could literally run your way to the end of the game, which you can literally run past everything in the game because the way it works is everything is forward. So it's yeah. all forward movement. There's no need to turn. It's pretty linear. It's it's kind of linear. But it, I don't. I, I, I wasn't looking for...
2: They're just trying to make it more approachable as a VR game and by it doing that. And it completely
0: works in that respect. Yeah. It is... It, and
2: but you can still turn and look in any direction, You can. So right? one of
0: the cool things... Like, you can set up the controller to not do any turning at all. And when you turn your head to aim, it will kind of move you in that direction but i turned on the smooth scrolling turning on the f- the full smooth setting and i kicked the speed all the way up and i felt like i was playing destiny like, as my guardian.
1: Yeah, so they they all, they allow a few different things, like the like s- small intervals where it will click you 15 to... 15
2: degrees or 30 degrees, I think, yeah, are the two settings. to avoid motion sickness. To avoid
1: motion sickness. But I also put it on the smooth setting, and um, I did not put it up to 10, 11. I just had it on the 4 that it normally is, because it, like that felt fine to me. I didn't need it to turn any faster. But uh, I didn't experience any sickness. What I will say... Is that the game? Uh, the way the game has you set everything up in the beginning, it feels as though they want you to stand. So the first couple playthroughs it's, I did,
0: there's definitely they want you to stand because the height setting only goes
1: the lowest it goes to, is
0: to four four feet and eleven inches. Okay, so it's meant to be you're meant so to. So if you're
1: under four eleven, sorry, you can't play this game. <laughs> but um, it, no children. The playing this game while standing, there are some parts where you are like moving across a small bridge or on the side of a cliff and I legitimately was probably going to fall down. Like, my my brain was in that space enough that it felt real to me. There was... Like, I didn't even want to look away from the, the, like, little trail that you're on on the side of the cliff yeah. because I was going to freak out if I did it. <laughs> yeah,
0: there's some pretty tight spaces where you're, like he said, you're, you're kind of shimmying on the side of a cliff or there's a couple of really, like really light bridges that you have to go across yeah. land bridges. And like on either side of you, there's like, you there's even, gorgeous settings. You can't even to see look at. the floor of it. And yeah. like, yeah. And you're just looking around and even just, it, it's, can it's, you see your own body?
2: Yeah. If you it, look down, yeah. you
0: can see your own body. And when you're actually uh, in the story, there are segments where the, the two scientists that you as the pilot have gone to rescue they they're showing you back these video clips of the pilots like or the the two scientists like doing their thing because they've they're stranded on this planet as well with you. I don't want to delve too much into the yeah. story, um, but you can actually look down and like see their name tag and like read it like mm-hmm. on yourself and like mm. it's yeah you can look at your you can see your whole body basically. Um, uh, what else? I mean, it's just this. This is the perfect. This this game is the reason to buy VR. I think Sony's going to do themselves a huge disservice by not making a Farpoint kit and just selling the VR headset. Yeah. Everything, like sell the whole getup with the aim controller.
1: Just do all of that for the like make make yeah. it the starter bundle with that for it, like 500. You, you want to sell VR
0: on. for anybody who's a skeptic,
1: this is the way to
0: do it. Like hands down. Because it's just it may be only a 5-hour game or whatever, but it's super well put together. The my only gripe with this game is that the chapters aren't really denoted properly as you're playing through it. It doesn't and checkpoint saves, very well. Yeah, the checkpoints and save points are like really oddly placed, so like if you die where you think it should have been a checkpoint, you're actually you go way further back than you thought, which well, kind that's of just sucks. to make the game seem longer.
1: Or if you don't finish a chapter, which is mostly denoted by a trophy noise. Yeah. Then, <laughs> then you are not going like if you don't finish it and then you turn it off, start it back up. You're starting right back at the beginning of the chapter again. So that is and, a bar. and for
0: fuck's sake, Sony, figure out a way to get the damn notifications to pop up in the fucking headset. They like, can
1: they can do it. They just choose not to because they think it's
2: it it's doesn't it doesn't ruin it the immersion. Should just be an like, option. Yeah. Like if I, you want it, fine. If you don't, yep. Because every it off.
0: time it goes off, I'm sitting there like, oh shit, and I'm like pulling the headset off to look at the screen. To see what the fuck I just got. Uh, and, I don't like, do that.
1: I just hit the. I just hit the the home button, the PlayStation button, and then when you pop back out, it'll show you the notification on the screen.
2: And then yeah, you can I just get want to. In.
0: I just like just have it pop up in the screen. It doesn't ruin immersion.
2: But I'm sorry, no, it, it should just be a three D like VR trophy.
1: I still personally feel like Resident Evil Four is the killer app for PlayStation VR. Okay, but get, let me let me play it. Or, yeah, Resident Evil 7. <laughs> <laughs> so let me, let me like, play, when did they,
2: they make a VR version of that? Let me play Resident
1: Evil 7 with if the aim controller. If they could catch in aim support for Resident Evil 7, that would be well, Let me play that. Awesome. that you could just well,
2: still that's what use I that controller. That's just, what we're talking you about. You
0: can, but you, it's not doing the tracking yeah, motion. No, but like, it'd be I want to <laughs> be able to track <laughs> the gun movement with yeah. the aim controller. That,
2: that it level might make you feel safer, though, holding something that's shaped like a gun instead of a regular controller. wouldn't
1: be as terrified, but no Farpoint's pretty good uh, there is co-op we haven't tried it we out didn't try yet. the
0: co-op I did try the challenge mode which basically unlocks the chapters like as you unlock the chapters yeah. in the story mode it unlocks more of the challenges which uh, the challenge then is you go from the beginning of a chapter to the end of a chapter and try to kill as many of the monsters and aliens and things as you possibly can Uh, and you get multipliers based on how many you kill in succession of each other and within a specified amount of time it also has a time element so like you're collecting checkpoints as you go through to gain time onto your clock because if the clock runs out the round is over if you die the round is over okay Um, I did the first chapter and made it all the way through and I think I had something like 48,000 points it does have a leaderboard for you and your friends so if you actually go out and try Try it it it'll it'll line this up which is cool um, definitely want to try the co-op. I'm not sure if it's like
2: story co-op or what. Yeah, it's like no separate missions. I think. Okay, like I, I, I want to try that
0: out because again, like th- I think this game is incredible, and I'm really, really pleased with you know having purchased it. Yeah.
1: I haven't finished it yet. I have two chapters left, but I, I have enjoyed my time with it. It I, to me, it doesn't feel like a whole lot more than a first-person shooter. But the idea that you are like i think for some reason my brain like it feels so natural that my body like my brain is not telling yeah. me what the difference is really like it's it just feels the control of the entire game feels so natural to me that it it's it, i don't it, it's weird it, it it i cannot find the words to to say that i don't really fully comprehend the unique Setting of this game, like the right. the way that this the unique unique technology of this game, essentially, like it's mm-hmm. it's very it's it's a weird sensation, and but it's awesome. But Brian, do you have any questions about it? Not
2: really. That's I, I, I read up played. about it and I watched some reviews and stuff. It yeah. looks cool. It is I mean, cool. I think you should. I'm you, more excited about the the gun peripheral than I am about Farpoint itself. Like what I mean, what might come after. And I'd like to try out the controller.
0: I don't know what you're doing over Memorial Day weekend, but I'm going to be home all weekend. If you can come over on Saturday and play through the whole play through game. Play the whole game,
2: yeah. <laughs> I might give it a try.
0: I actually, I've been playing it sitting down, and I've been using a computer chair, and just because I don't want to stand for that long.
2: Yeah,
1: I, I started sitting down as well, mostly, just because I didn't want to fall over and bust my VR yeah. headset when I was scaling a cliff, but... um. <laughs> No, it's it's cool. Yeah, it's and I've,
0: I haven't had any motion sickness issues with it at all. No, me which neither. Is, I, I mean, that's a testament in and of itself of how well put together the game
1: is. But I know that there are some people that are having that issue, so I think we just have our VR legs or something. But
0: I
2: haven't touched my VR in months. I haven't it either. Doesn't matter. It's like riding a bike. Yeah, we. I, think, I
1: suppose. I, think, I, I don't know what it is, but for some reason we just that's going to be the new thing that.
2: in like a thousand years. They're going to be like it's like using a VR set. Instead of it's riding a bike, because bikes will be obsolete by then.
0: It's like putting on a VR helmet.
2: You have to use your hands? That's a baby's toy.
0: <laughs> I want to use my mind. Mind bullets. Yeah. Anyways, yeah, Firepoint's sweet. If you have a PSVR... Spend the money and get the damn aim controller. Yeah, it's worth every. Yeah. go
1: to go to Best Buy. Get the whole package for sixty dollars because it does the the gamers club unlocked gamers club unlocked, club unlocked applies to it. So you pay thirty bucks for the game, thirty bucks for the controller. I think the game is worth the thirty dollars, and that controller is worth the thirty dollars. Hell yeah, so it's worth the
2: guide button. Uh, it's There's right, right on top. PlayStation button, sorry,
1: right
0: on top. Bro. Please
2: don't press cool. it. <laughs>
0: so yeah. So. <laughs> We love Farpoint. We love PlayStation VR still. I'm yep. not going to sell my VR headset. I'm going to hang on to it. Sorry.
1: But Hi, guy. I'm walking outside. Yeah,
0: the dude is walking outside. Cool. All those people. There's a lot of people outside today. Yeah. I don't know why. It's
2: freaking hot out. Um, anyways, so... Those people don't think so. They're wearing long sleeves.
0: I'm not sure what we're going to do for the next episode.
2: Uh, I know what we're
1: going to do for the next episode. What are we doing? We are going to cross over... With the horror movie, your book. oh, oh, yeah, this is uh, exciting! Friday, Friday the Thirteenth will be out uh, this Friday. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, and Willie and Tim are going to play some of it. Hopefully, one or all, or some of us can can get our hands uh, on a copy and play some of it. It, it too. sounds unique enough to where I might pick that up. Yeah. So uh, that for sure will will uh, will hopefully will be be happening. Um, and then yeah, I don't know. If there's anything else, video game-wise... I'm guessing
2: they're getting it on PlayStation?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, They both have PS4s,
2: don't they?
1: Well, yeah. Tim has access to Amy's PS4, and uh, Willie has his own. So um, they will be doing it Right that way. Um, Nico just asked
0: if the AIM controller works without the VR. And yes, it does. It acts as a normal controller, but it does not use motion controls
1: yeah and that's I, I didn't really try anything oh <laughs> the, another thing coming out um, Star Trek Bridge Crew will be out for PSVR I want to play it pretty bad so I may or may not pick it up uh, how much uh, is it I don't know when's it coming out the 30th uh, hmm. good thing I have credit cards Star <laughs> Trek Bridge Crew is
2: money this money's it's a good thing Megan is forty nine ninety
1: nine, So Ugh. it'll be 40 bucks at Best Buy. But uh, yeah, I want to pick it up. I, I'm curious to see if it really is just Space Team with Star Trek, but that sounds great. So I'm down. I haven't even
0: <laughs> seen anything about it. I'm gonna have to go and do. Yeah, something.
2: it's been delayed a couple times, but I don't know. So there's there's space Team's s- pretty cool. I played that before, so playing that in VR with yeah. Star Trek stuff definitely sounds. And appealing. it is
1: it is cross platform with Vive and Oculus, so there should be plenty of people to play Ooh. with online. If if we so choose to try that out. Yeah.
0: Oh, didn't we have feedback? Didn't somebody email us?
1: Let me take a look. Let me pull it up too. Uh, I'm pretty sure we did, but I can't remember the guy's name. I don't know if it was like we real We are talking. Though. We're talking right now. This is good radio. It is. It's great radio. Great radio. Carson. Uh,
0: Yeah. Carson said, hello there. I've warmed up to the podcast over the last few episodes. And I'm really enjoying listening now. I heard about you guys from Cinema Jaw. I live in San Francisco, so the Arnold jokes aren't lost on me. <laughs> I wanted to reach out about your mobile site could I, could be I'm completely inept but I couldn't find a link to Amazon anywhere to throw you guys some money It wasn't a large purchase but I like to have accessible uh, accessibility on mobile since I shop before bed sometimes anyway keep up the good work curious to know how old you guys are Kind regards Carson.
1: Yeah, so uh, for anybody, anybody listening. out there, Midwest Podcast Network dot com Slash support. If you go straight there on mobile, it'll do it. Uh, if you go to just Midwest Podcast Network dot com, there is what they call the hamburger at the top, just the three lines. That's the menu button, somehow become the universal sign for menu. Hmm. Uh, click oh, on yeah. that and click on I've support. I've never thought of it as
2: a hamburger, though. but that That's apparently what it's called, too. yeah. So,
1: uh, click on that. You can go to support there and that should be able to take it to you. I didn't hear back from Connor. So please, excuse me. His name is Carson, 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 Connor, uh, Carson, let us know if you were able to do it. Uh, if not, we'll figure something out. And, uh, in terms of our ages, I'm
2: 30 something. I don't remember how old I am now. 32. (laughs) I'm like an older 30 something. Brian's 85. Yeah. I'm actually 85. Yeah.
1: I am uh twenty something. 20 is twenty seven.
0: Yeah. Wow, we don't even know
2: our own ages. Yeah. That's sad. I think I'm thirty seven, but I'm not easy. sure.
0: Yeah, we I mean all of and all of our other guest hosts that we've had on are within the same age. Somewhere HH2, somewhere so. in between
1: Brian yeah. and myself, so Yeah. It's a a wide range. wide wide swath that covers most people but but.
0: uh carson we appreciate you reaching out to us man and uh thank you for enjoying what we do we really appreciate it if
1: anybody else came over from cinema jaw let me know i'd like to yeah we want to
0: know if if, uh if you came over from cinema jaw hit us up on via email or twitter or whatever um also just in general yeah. I've been I've been chit chatting with the guys from the replay podcast out of Australia. Uh, if you're listening to this, please do check them out as well
2: because they're good dudes. And uh, mm-hmm. yeah, they play some different stuff. They than us. they have differing opinions but from. They sound kind of like us. And, yeah, they cool they have accents. a similar,
0: slightly similar format to what we do, uh, but they do more with news. I think I want to say like they cover more of the news than we do. But they're super cool dudes and I appreciate the fact that they listen to us and that, you know, I was able to make that connection with them. I talked to them on their they have a Discord channel that they chat on, so
1: I uh, will uh respect them and not try to do an Australian accent.
0: Yeah, don't do that. <laughs> Because I'm sure most of what you would say would come off of the Outback Steakhouse <laughs> menu, And the blooming onion.
1: <laughs> just stay, just stay away from it, dude. Don't even get yeah, into Yeah, we're gonna it. cut maybe, that out of the maybe episode. Maybe I
2: should just be Arnold Schwarzenegger yeah. talking about the blooming onion.
1: Get the blooming get onion. The, <laughs> get the pumpernickel nickel bread with the butter and the, In the, the, butter. the knife inside ah. of it. You cut uh, it up.
2: I think it's time to wrap this up.
1: No. Yeah. Anyways, while it you're it listening or even
0: watching along, why not head over to Network dot com slash support, like we were just talking about. Check out all the different ways you can support us. You can go through our support store. You can do the Amazon affiliate link. But biggest one that we don't want you to forget about is to rate and review us on your podcatchers. Apple Podcasts, Google Play Podcasts, uh, TuneIn Radio, and Stitcher Radio. I'm, I think TuneIn and Stitcher, you actually have to like do it over the web. You can't do it from the app that Yeah, they it's have. really weird. It's kind of bullshit. Uh, and uh, just like Carson did... If you like what you hear, even if you don't, please do send us feedback via email at Midwest Game Nerds at gmail dot or via Twitter at MGM Podcast. And don't forget to add us on Instagram at Midwest Game Nerds. And don't forget us to add don't forget to add us on Twitch too, so that when we go live, you know about it. And uh, Twitter, right? And I said Twitter. Huh. But Twitch, we want people to come and watch us on Twitch and talk to us like Nico did. We really appreciate you being in the chat room, Nico. Thank yes. you very much for hitting us up. Um, so yeah be sure to do that and be sure to check out the next episode we're going to talk Friday the 13th Friday the 13th with the guys from the Horror Movie Yearbook Podcast on the Midwest Podcast Network
1: yeah they just put out their episode about 1989 uh, it's quite good go check it out and then they're going to head all the way back to 1968 in two weeks Ooh, So wow. sounds good man uh, check that out as well there's some good stuff in 1968
0: cool so thanks again to everybody who's listening and watching and we'll see you next time peace